I wish I had watched it at Christmas, but I can know to watch it next Christmas. Uh, and it's Christmas it'll be a- is all the time in our hearts, Julia. Mm, <laughs> I'm okay with it just being in December, to be honest. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, okay, great. Uh, I like Christmas all year long. I still have some Christmas decorations up at my house. Okay. Um, I don't have as many as I did during Christmas. I'll let you know that now. I just have a few okay. poinsettias around the house mm-hmm. and some twinkle lights okay. in my room. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. Hey. Hi, welcome well, to Horror Movie Survivor Guide. I'm Terry. I'm Julia. This week we're talking about 2017's Anna, Anna and, and the, the Apocalypse. Apocalypse. The title of this episode is Withdraw, Withdraw Your, Your Tongues. tongues. Uh, and the tagline for this movie is To Survive, It Takes Killer Moves and Killer Tunes. I like it. Okay. Uh, this movie was written by Ryan McHenry and Alan McDonald and directed by John McPhail. So this uh, movie actually has, so the movie that the version that we saw is 93 minutes. Okay. The USA version. Mm-hmm. The UK slash international cut is 98 minutes. Oh, what did we miss? Is there and another the song? festival cut is 108 minutes. Oh. So there's actually more out there. I would like to see it. I'm I curious. Too. I always want to see the longer cut. Yeah, I want to see what else. Yeah, for um, sure. This movie was filmed in Port Glasgow, Scotland. We love Scotland. Yay! Yes, Glasgow. Glasgow's a wild, wonderful place. Uh, so this movie starts with Anna, uh, her friend John, and her dad driving, driving to school. Yeah. Where we hear a radio. And whenever you hear a radio broadcast in a movie that has apocalypse in the title, you're like, well, they're going to tell us something relevant here on this radio broadcast. Listen to the information. It's always. always it's always relevant. But I love it because they're, they're listening to it. And of course, Anna reaches over and changes the station. Of course. Like, after uh, we've gotten some of the information, like just about to talk about lethal pathogens. And you're like, I don't Oh, there is a a pandemic of a super virus that is going around that is capable of reanimating. We don't know. What do we know? Uh, So she um, we learned that Anna, uh, John lets it slip that Anna has to work to pay off her ticket. And he's like, and dad's like, what ticket? What you talking about? And it's like, uh, she bought a ticket to freaking Australia. She's planning on taking a gap year when she's done with her A-levels. And uh, didn't tell her dad, and it's open-ended tickets, so she could be traveling for any uh, amount of time. Yep, she wants to do an open-ended backpacking excursion across Australia. Um, and so there's a bit of awkwardness now between... There's Anna some tension, but they're all dad. going to school, and you're like, why are they all going to school? Because we find out as soon as they get there that dad actually works at school as the janitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, all the kids are also... You get a whole Christmas montage, basically, because they're getting ready for a Christmas show. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie, too, guys. Yeah, which I... Uh, door yay christmas so she used to do like horror musical horror slash musical slash christmas i was like literally all my things in one thing okay mm-hmm. here we are mm-hmm. i'm here for this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, so um, we meet Steph right now to one of their other friends in this little opening uh, moment. And she's trying to help get some gifts and things like that for a homeless shelter. So you meet Steph. She's altruistic. and But you also find out that she um, is American and her family has dropped her off here basically and left her thousands and thousands of miles away. And they're not going to come visit her for Christmas. So she's having kind of a little moment. Mm-hmm. And then we meet our little couple. Uh, we do. Uh, so that's Lisa and Chris. Uh, they're very cute. So wait, they're doing a, this Christmas show yeah. uh, with this uh, enormous, like, you know, high school musical looking stage. So they have, a, they, we get a, a, one of those wonderful, I think, intro music theater moments, because this is a wonderful musical again. So we, when you're entering all the characters, sometimes you'll get a, a motif, as you will, kind of like we did it. And the opera, where you get a, like, at the night at the opera moment, where you're getting each character kind of singing and mm-hmm. overlapping each other. So we get John, who's like kind of awkward and you can kind of tell he's got a crush on his bff anna and then we've got anna who's talking about her trip to australia and how she wants to get away and break away from everything and they're all singing about breaking away from something Mm -hmm. then we have steph whose family's in mexico and she's really sad about that but she wants people to take her seriously as a journalist Mm -hmm. find out she's a writer um and so they're all having their little montage and then we cut to this gym and someone says narnia threw up over oz yeah (laughs) that's what the set looks like and i was like yep I really like this lunchroom number because mm-hmm. I mean I'm a big fan of Glee, so that kind of like musical theater kind of crazy. I like it. It feels like Glee in High School Musical, totally, because they're in a in a school and they've got that little vibe. The music kind of sounds like that too. It's like pop musical theater, right? But the, you know? the title of the the song is "No Such Thing as Hollywood Ending," so right? Like, okay, well, let's see what this means. What does that mean? Um, so Steph uh, is locked out of uh, her car. Yeah, because as you as happens in a lot of these movies, I feel like because that kind of happened in um, cooties where they're like they take some implement that you're going to mm-hmm. need probably need later, like right. a cell phone or something like that. So we've got this terrible man, Mr. Savage. He is going to be the new headmaster of the school. Um, the other one is retiring as soon as Christmas basically is mm-hmm. over. So he's already trying to assert his privilege and control over these kids. He is a terrible person yeah and so he was like hey steph had pulled her car up because she was getting gifts to take to the homeless shelter later that night Uh so she's doing something really kind but he decides to take her car keys because he says anything on school property is school property and makes her hand over her car keys to him right there uh i I really like mr savage he's he's awful all right right but he's like one of those characters who's so high strung he's like right on the edge of snapping oh yeah he uh, he, i want to see him snap Kind of same snap. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, and he's it's totally snap. crazy. Yes. Um, full on. But it's um, kind of that like Crispin Glover energy, right? Where like the characters like kind of vibrating under their skin and you're like, wow, look at him go. He's a total Crispin Glover kind of energy. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks a little bit like him too. Mm-hmm. I so see that. And I love that we get so many fun things kind of in the opening stuff too of all the kids in school kind of seeing the kids making out and you hear like Savage being like, withdraw your tongues from each other. <laughs> and that's like, you know, part of what we're talking about for this episode um, or title of episode. Um, we also get like a cute little moment where there's this kid who's like behind Anna who's like... <gasps> she's wheezing and it turns out she needs her inhaler you think it's a zombie already you're like okay i'm already on the lookout for like some zombies or right. some end of the world stuff but zombie fake out it's fun a little zombie fake out reminding me a little shawn of the dead there's a lot of little tips to the hat to shawn of the yes. dead in this film yeah shawn of the dead meets glee is yep. kind of the name of the game yep so um anna and uh john work in thunderballs bowling alley <laughs> classy super classy and so uh we kind of cut back and forth between them working there and the, and the christmas, rehearsals the christmas show yeah. yeah so i one of my favorite parts of this movie are the penguins the fish wrap 
the penguins have. I really enjoyed it. I would all like about more of this. That. And we're all about left penguin. If you guys watch this, there's definitely that left yeah. penguin is going for it dance wise. <laughs> they're not good dancers, but they're committed dancers. Yes. And that's what I love. Uh, so then Lisa comes out and sings uh, the dirtiest Santa Claus number of all time. Yeah. So uh, we actually get to the actual performance and she's dating Nick, who also works at the um, whatever. Chris. Uh, Chris. Sorry, Chris. And Chris is at um, out at the homeless shelter. because Steph is he's a he's a, a filmmaker and he needs to do more serious work, according to their teacher. And Steph had invited him out to go to the homeless shelter that night to actually go film some footage for his reel to actually make it more hard hitting. And he's like, I promise I'll be back for your number, babe. I'd like to see you sing. He doesn't make it back in time, but she's doing the sexiest, dirtiest Santa. Yeah. Number. We got shirtless, hot backup guy dancers dressed like sexy Santas. Sexy Santas. I love how, how like worked up uh, Mr. Savage's pornographic, fallacious filth pornographic <laughs> salacious filth but, I hate it, but, but he, he likes it, it. But you can tell he likes it he loves and, it and the old retiring headmaster is just clapping along like nobody's business like this is great he doesn't have to worry about this anymore no. so some of the parents are covering their kids eyes and everything too but it's, it's fun it's yeah. fun um so it, back at the bowling alley mm-hmm. uh they, they have a kind of a weird moment that John and her are trying to like play together, but then he's kind of into it. And what is John and Anna? Yeah. They have some weird tension going on for sure. So they leave and they, they start walking home. Right. Yeah. They leave, they leave, they um, have to lock it up and they, yeah, they're having a little like fight. Like they're trying to like throw something. Um, they're throwing balls in the, in the bowling alley basically, or like throwing their shoes to the trash can. Yeah. Like the old bowling shoes that are on the floor that they're just like, those are disgusting. Let's just throw them away. And John accidentally hits the cleaner lady, cleaning lady in the head and knocks her out. So they decide to leave work because what are you going to do when you've knocked somebody out, I guess? So they try to head back to the school, right? Well, they have a little bit of, they have a moment in the playground. Yeah, and they make snow angels on the playground to talk about their futures Mm -hmm. and what they want. And so it's this kind of nice moment where it seems like maybe she could be into him too. And he gets that kind of feeling like maybe she, maybe it is. And the -hmm. the next morning she has this, they seem very very happy by that moment together yeah and so they have this they moment wake up happy waking they, up they both wake up happy in their separate homes basically because they've made it home but they're singing and dancing their way to school through the apocalypse which they ha- they cannot paying no attention to while they have their little headphones on it's this, this is very Shaun of the dead this uh-huh. moment is like literally the, almost the same as like him walking through the scene there's like mm-hmm. literally the world is falling behind them there's like destruction all around them there's a baby whose brains are being like eaten by somebody like a crash little pram there's a construction worker who's clearly a zombie there's a crossing guard that's clearly a zombie and the kids are bashing it with their backpack and um the song that they're singing is i'm ready and so they're like i'm ready i'm it's like very like happy shiny while shit is going down behind them um each one of them and they meet up together in the graveyard in the graveyard and they sing and dance in a graveyard together and then a snowman zombie shows up yeah, the snowman falls on his face and then they go over after they're done singing and Anna's like, I am a first responder. I'm a first aider. I can help. Let's turn him over. And they go to turn him over, but he is full on zombie face mm-hmm. and like eating like the front of that, that little like crazy snowman outfit he's wore. John's g- scream killed me though. Cause anytime a guy screams like a girl, a guaranteed <laughs> laugh from Julia Marquesi. I can tell you that. It but was they, really cute. But they, and they end up uh, lopping off the zombie's head with the end of a seesaw, which is pretty great. And a playground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, 
but they know, of course, what a zombie is, which is great. So yeah. they're, they're like, okay, well, what are we going to well, do? Well, John's now? like, it's a zombie, but Anna is in full denial. She's yes. like, no, 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 maybe this, this, they don't exist. These, they don't exist. There's all these other things she's rationalizing right now. But they realize right now they check their phones, they got no phone signal. And then they start looking around and realizing, Things don't look good. They're finally waking up to some of the problem that's happening. Um, there's trees on fire. Um, and then they, as they walk up to like town hall, city hall, there's like a big, big, huge tree in front of fire. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's John eats a banana. He's like, it's for potassium. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but they realize that the her dad is probably at school, so mm-hmm. they need to go f- back to the school to get him because she wants to be with her dad. And the parents will know what to do, right? Right. Um, but then end up in the in the bowling alley in the back of the bowling alley and christopher has made his way there um this is lisa the this cute little snogging couple little, mm-hmm. little make out couple mm-hmm. um his boyfriend and he um as what as we find out as we cut to leap in between the, the, their locations lisa's like he's seen every horror movie ever he'll be fine mm-hmm. he'll know what to do which i just thought was so sweet because we always have to have a guy who's seen all the movies yeah who knows what to do, which and is a horror movie survival guide. He's a survivalist. Never, almost never get out, though, those guys. <laughs> well, maybe we should stop doing what we're doing, Julia. No. Okay, no, never. We got to keep going. We will be um, final girl. So we cut to also um, the principal at the school or the headmaster, uh, Mr. Savage. And he's like, the government will sort things out, everybody. It'll be fine. As you know, on every apocalypse movie, yeah, mm-hmm. the army's totally going to be fine and help out. Not. No, of course so the, not. He's, he's telling them the army will escort them from the school. It's the, it's the official like evacuation plan and on the protocol for the school is for them and, to go and there. And he's got to follow all the rules to the letter because that's who he is. He's totally that guy. And then we cut back to the bowling alley. Where we t- mm-hmm. find the zombie that uh, lurks in the bowling alley was the lady that... So did John kill her with the shoe that he threw? Or was she already kind of zombieing uh, and on her way out? Who maybe. knows? Uh, but they they uh, smash her head in with a toilet lid. Pretty good. Steph smashes her with a toilet lid, which Steph is pretty great. Steph is an excellent final girl with good instincts, and she uses what she got. She really is. I really adore her. And she's, um, yeah, Mrs. Hinsman is out. Um, and I love this conversation now, too, as the kids are talking about who's like a zombie now. Like, what's, this is what you would do. Like, they're like, who's who's already zombie? Like, because they realize as they've been able to get a hold of the news and see all over the world what's going on, that it is a world epidemic mm-hmm. and it's not just where they're at. And they're like, maybe Bieber's a zombie now. Yeah, probably. And then like the um, Christian Jenner, are like, well, maybe Tay Tay. And John's like, no, no, no. Taylor Swift is fine. Tay Tay is fine. She is not a zombie. Like the fight over who who should be zombied, I thought was really cute. Uh, we have a zombies, uh, a horde of zombies that break through a wall in this movie, which I don't think I've ever seen a zombie horde do. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and they so they have this whole sequence of them taking out zombies in the bowling alley with what's uh, available to them. Bowling uh, ball squash. Uh, including like, yeah, the double ball squash was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone's head being decapitated with the bowling alley gate that goes down over the pins. Yeah. That's, that's resets the pins, which how have I never seen that before? Right. And then the head comes out of the bowling alley, uh, bowling ball thing. And you go, yes, thank that you. was the most satisfying of decapitations ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Steph gets a guy with a spatula yeah. through the neck, uh, which is pretty great. Um, but that bowling head decap was probably the best one then with the, when the ball, the head turning into a bowling ball. So they all decide to sleep in the uh, ball pit together. Uh, and then the next morning, their idea not is... a bowling ball pit, FYI kids. It's oh, like yeah, the yeah. ball pit that like kids, when you go to like, like, a, Chuck e. like a Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. So they sleep in the balls to hide. So, Cause they would, they like, they're like the army will be here in the morning. It'll be fine. We just need to sleep here tonight. Uh, but in the morning they look outside and the army has turned. 
the army did not They're all zombies now. Kind of army are you? Yeah. And this moment they have a a song right before this too, as they're getting ready to go to bed in between this cut between the school. So there's some people who were there for the, the, ended up there for the show that are stuck in the school. Um, and some of the parents and kids and stuff like that, Lisa and B, this is, um, Chris's, um, grandmother and his girlfriend, um, are there and, and she's not doing well. She needs some help. And they have this whole song called, I need a human voice, which is really sweet. Reminds me a little bit for those of you in a modern musicals, Dear Evan Hansen, the vibe and the sound of this film is very much in that vein and this song sounds very much like those songs on that show of like the angstiness and needing to connect with somebody and not feeling like you can connect so it's that real uh i love that you're trying to connect with people that's all of us Mm -hmm. as humans it is humans yep um so their escape plan is to get in uh turn the ball pit inside out and go outside it's basically a big plastic tub that you can think the bounce, the zombies will bounce off hypothetically. I not, do not know what they did not think through this plan very well. I would have brought maybe some of the stuff from the bowling alley that they'd already used as weapons. Even some of the balls would be helpful. Yeah, to anything. smash. Just put your fingers in those holes and smash and away. Smash, smash, probably smash. smash your fingers up pretty good though. I'm sure, but be uh, better than being a zombie. But then all of a sudden, uh, there's a weight that goes on stuff where there is a zombie who is sitting on the back of her head and proceeds to pee down they, her. Yeah, because they sit the tub down as the tub is flipped over. And then an old lady sits on top of Steph's head and they're like, what's going on? And it's a zombie pee. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen zombie pee either. This is a new one. It's wild. And then they try to look underneath and then they realize that there's like a horde kind of coming towards them. So of zombies. It looks dire like they might be trapped. But uh, just then uh, somebody comes in and chops them all up. And it's Nick, Nick. who is uh, Anna. Maybe he and him had a thing in the back in the past, but he definitely hooked up before a douchebag <laughs> uh, and is there with his douchebag friends who are having fun in the zombie apocalypse because they get to kill and maim uh, without uh, repercussions. And yeah. they basically they this is the Lord of the Flies, guys. Yes. These are the guys that you're like, oh, no, they're, they're, like, already, oh, let's they're already looting and they've got cart shopping carts full of stuff some of it's to help kill zombies some of it just looks like looting shit mm-hmm. um and so they have this whole song about how they're um hunters and they don't running nick says running is for pussies we're hunters that's right and so he has this whole song about being a sol- the soldier song about being a soldier one of our favorite implements though gets used in this moment the watermelon yes okay so for those of you who haven't seen this i highly recommend just maybe if you fast forward to this part if you're not gonna watch the whole thing but watch the whole thing it's fun um he gets some watermelons. Like well, one of Nick's friends is a henchman has like watermelons as his weapon. Like everybody has his weapon weapon. We're like, why does he have watermelons? Yeah. And like someone's got like a hockey stick. Like they have like stuff that looks like it actually could work and like be used. And we're like, maybe this will pay off. So they're singing and dancing and doing the song. And then finally he just bashes those watermelons. Like they, we had the bowling balls earlier to be like between two, like bash ahead. We get two watermelons bashing ahead, but the guy's face. It's like watermelon ejaculate spoils up all over his face and he looks so into it. He smiles like, like wow. he just came we had killing the zombie. It. We had to rewind it because we're like, wow, that was like watermelon ejaculate. I've never seen that before. See, look at that, right? We're not together. Zombie pee. Zomb- watermelon ejaculate. Don't use for this for the beginning of the episode because that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what, watermelon ejaculate? You know he is. Um, I'll ground and pound is what he says. It's the lyric. And I was like, <laughs> so now we, um, they, they, they team up with these guys for better or worse. They're like, well, we're going to have to get through this somehow. And they need somebody who's actually willing to fight. Cause they're mm-hmm. other kids are not quite there yet. I mean, they were literally underneath a big plastic bathtub, which yeah, did not doing, work really doing well. The best they can, but they, yeah, they need somebody who's willing to fight. So they team up with these guys. And as they're walking, they run into the penguins who have turned zombie penguins. Oh, we're so sad. 
We liked you, zombie penguins. But there's a sweet scene between Anna and John, and he's wheeling her in a shopping cart, um, and he's trying to like be sneaky about it's like, it. Since the world is ending, maybe we should. Because uh... he says, because you know, she he says, you know, you, you you're not you're going to be here now. And she's like, what do you mean? Like you can't leave now. Like you know, the world's not the same now. You can't just go. And she's like, watch me. Uh, but she says very pointedly, "You're my best friend." He gets friend zone so hard. Oh, <laughs> he's so, so sad. Cute. And she says sp- it like a few times. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to get it through your skull. And she keeps like pointedly being like, I'm going to Australia still. I'm getting the out of here. Australia and the you know post zombie apocalypse. She ain't rational right now. Okay. Like she, she's still trying to come to terms with what's going on. I mean, that's like a hard morning when you're like, morning for yourself is different. And the morning for the freaking world is a whole nother sure. deal. Sure. Um, so they, and uh, Nick uh, suggests they take this shortcut through this Christmas tree lot. Mm-mm, bad idea. Uh, such a bad idea that all of his friends get killed. And yep. you're like, oh, sorry about that. Yep. Uh, they're now zombies now. And adieu, adieu, watermelon ejaculate henchman. We'll miss you. You were so good. We loved your two minutes. <laughs> little seconds. We enjoyed it. He came into, okay. Came and went in two minutes. Okay. Um, so... They've had this running thing. Like, I feel like they do in like a lot of these end, end movies or there's like a running little like joke of like, like the desert island thing like we had in Green mm-hmm. Room not too long ago. Um, like, what's the thing? They're trying to figure out the reindeer names. They've been having like a joke, John and Anna, the whole movie. Like, what are all the names again? And they've got them wrong the whole time. And finally, John is like, gets them all right. There's like a moment of triumph. He's like, yes. And he spreads his arms out wide in triumph. Like he's won. And a zombie around the corner bites his hand. He's oh, now no. been bit. So John they, is going to turn. And they have this horrible moment where they like look at each other because they know what it means. and They don't want to know what it means. And what are they going to have to do now? But of course, John is going to do the, the gallant thing and sacrifice himself for her. And he and- uses himself as a human shield to get her through a horde of zombies over to the other side to Nick and the other the, the people who have made it out, Nick and Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, um, she's now got a an implement to, to she stab does. and kill. She's got a super candy cane that's got a pointy end of it. It's like a it's a lawn candy cane, basically meant to like be in some hard ground or something like that. So it's got a really nice impaling section on the other end of it, uh-huh. and uh, you can beat people with the other side of it. It's basically her cricket bat. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. Now, yeah, it is. Um, so they end up going to the school. Anyway, with uh, Steph and Chris and Nick and Anna, uh, and they come in and uh, Savage is sitting there quite stiffly eating his Christmas dinner. He's calmly eating his Christmas dinner. Like it's no big deal. And he's like, oh, I got your parents right over, right over here. Come on. Come on in. Come on in. I'll take them to the, take you to the cafeteria. He's way too cool to not be crazy already. Yes. Uh, and locks them into a zombie trap. Yep. So he's basically got the cafeteria and locked down all the gates to like the windows. There's like grates, you know, where you like the service windows where you would serve the kids are all like knocked down. And he sings his villain song. Yay, villain song. Nothing's going to stop me now is the villain song. I like this song. Pretty great. And he I love one of his lines is I've been calling you all zombies for years. <laughs> now you are. He's a delicious, fun little villain. He is. And mm-hmm. having so much fun. He's going to watch him get eaten by zombies and d- so delighted by it. Um, but the kids make it out. They do. They split up. So Anna and Nick are together and Steph and Chris are together. Uh, splitting up in this situation. 
it's okay, but it's always never, you know, we, you know how we feel about splitting the party. It's the same in D and D when you right. split the party, things go haywire. You're better in numbers usually. Sure, But in this situation, is it, are we down to that suicidal factor where you feel like anybody can get out, can get out or you, I think sticking together always probably a better idea as much as possible. Cause you still have a better, you're still gonna have a better chance in greater numbers, but especially it, with this. I guess the survival odds are, are pretty good in this movie. Cause you know what you're up against. You know what a zombie is, you know how to kill one. Like they're, they're ahead that, of the game and, and they've been doing yeah, well so far. They have been doing pretty well. Um, so they find Lisa, uh, but, uh, so she is fine, but Gran is not. Yeah. B has passed on. So Lisa and Chris have this beautiful little re- reuniting moment, but it's also bittersweet because Nan is gone. Gran is gone. So, um, and then, then we get Nick and Anna, um, have a little face off moment and they finally come to terms with like some history and shit, like right. dealing with their stuff from hooking up in the past. And he's like, she's like, no, I'm not mad at you for like telling people we had sex. Like, I don't care about that. Like, yeah, we did whatever. I'm mad that I like shared my dreams and thoughts with you and you like shat on them basically and yeah. didn't like care that we had planned that we made plans together. Like we had a future together and then that future just didn't exist. And he's like, Oh, you sure? She's like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm still pissed about that. Um, but he tells all this time he's had this very you know lots of bravado kind of performance and now he kind of has his first breakdown where he said he had to kill his dad um because his dad had turned was turning and wanted him to kill him and said uh, don't you let me down son for once were his last words so like, you get Ooh. where he's yeah where he's been coming from so he's had a hard time being vulnerable because he was so jacked up about his dad and disappointing his family so i don't think he ever felt like he was ever good enough for her mm-hmm. which is where his little complex came from but now he's a warrior and a soldier um, uh, but zombies uh, come in and Nick, again, gallantly distracts the zombies so that Anna can get away. Can get away to go get her dad. He's like, go get your dad. This is the time. So she was running to go find him. And Steph has also has a plan to go get her keys from Savage's office so she can drive and get them out of there. So, um, and but they, the, there's a whole bunch of zombies in the office right next to Savage's office. So they have to do a distraction. So mm-hmm. Chris and Anna decide to do a little T they set up a TV distraction. Mm-hmm. He's been taking videos all this time. And so he hooks up his little camera and his phone to the TV. And so it plays the video. So the zombies are distracted while stuff can get out. Um, and that of course goes terribly wrong because we've been wondering, we're like, Hey, it's been suspiciously long that his camera, his phone battery hasn't died yet. Seems and, really weird that it hasn't died yet. And when it dies, it makes a beeping noise. Then all the zombies lose their, break their concentration and now see the fresh meat in the room. So Lisa and Chris get bitten and, uh, but hold each other sadly in that they're, they were dying. And this is our last, I know last from the very embrace. beginning when they were singing all sweetly and they were like very cute at the beginning, I was like, Oh, it's going to be so sad to see them die later. Yeah. Cause you knew they were going like, to have to be together forever. forever. You're, You're like, like oh. well, in a way you kind of are together forever. I'm yep. kind of into it. Yep. Um, and but then we have Anna going in to the auditorium where that uh, Mr. Savage is waiting with her Christmas dad. Show was. With her dad. Um, there's a bunch of zombies and her dad tied up in uh, lights. And here we get the uh, penultimate final girl mo- move when Anna puts her hair back in the ponytail, getting ready to go. We're like, okay, she means business now. Hair is going in a ponytail. Full on. And she gets her like... Like showing her little, uh, her candy cane, like she's brandishing her weapon and she's ready to go. Um, and is able to 
punch uh, Savage and get dad. And, but there's, uh, you know, there's back and forth and who's going to win. Um, and she eventually, it gets to knock Savage into the crowd of zombies with a giant star. It was the shining star. So at the very beginning of the movie, when they were showing the rehearsals for it, this star almost took Savage's head out because it was like not rigged properly on the stage. But she remembered that. I was like, that's going to come in handy later. Yes. And it sure did. It knocks him right into the crowd. And he has one of those of zombies. Like, like crazy deaths where he's like laughing as it's happening like he's so he's like crowd surfing over zombies and he's just like <laughs> see me feel me that's like one of those moments <laughs> it's very music theater um crescendo which i love uh so um dad and anna have a moment where they're like hey like let's get out of here and dad has to reveal that he this is very shot in the dead it's like mm-hmm. the grand like the mom or whatever it's like but he's like he reveals that he's been bitten mm-hmm. on his leg he shows her and she's like oh, the realization so he's gotta she's gotta leave him there mm-hmm. and his last words to her merry christmas anna oh, oh and christmas so nick comes in ruined gr- forever yeah. uh but then it it starts to uh they go nick and anna are gonna go out steph's gonna get the car so they're gonna run out to the front and meet them but uh steph's nowhere in sight the zombies are closing in they have lost all of their will to fight uh, and snow starts falling down upon them and it starts to snow and and, and i i love too. that there is there really is this moment where like they're probably just going to get eaten right here. They're just going to get eaten. Yeah. Steph is somewhere else and it's not going to happen. But Steph and the comes song in. is called Where is the Light? Yeah. And you're like, where is the light in the world? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Yep. Uh, Steph comes smoothing in at the last minute. Boom. Save your life. Yep. Uh, and they go in the car. And where to next? No one knows. They're just driving off wherever driving they're going to go. And as we get a song, a reprise from a song earlier in the in the film, no such thing as a Hollywood ending, even though this is very much feels like a Hollywood ending <laughs> um, as they're driving off. And then we get fun animated credits uh, right after we got their little twang face getaway faces because they're just like, We're, who knows what we do? We're alive, though. So what what would be a non-Hollywood ending to this movie? Oh, gosh. If they had gotten killed? I think, yeah, if they had gotten eaten and there was like no one to, no I would like alive. this movie better if they had gotten eaten. Not because I don't like the characters, but just if you say you're not going to have a Hollywood ending, then I'm expecting you to not have Like, one. kill everybody. Yeah, do mm-hmm. something really unexpected and crazy. Instead of them driving off, because, like, every zombie movie, there's, like, a scene of, the like, final people right. driving off. Driving or, off into Or walking nowhere. off somewhere or nowhere. Um, so, gore factor, let's do that, since that'll make Julia happy like Christmas. Uh, one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. And five, run for the barf bag. This is definitely a full five. There's yeah. a lot of guts and decapitations mm-hmm. and uh, all kinds of mayhem. So, yeah. It's- uh, yes, lots of gore, which is what you want in yeah. a zombie movie. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Romero set that bar high. Uh, movie rating, zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. And five, fantastagorical. I gave End in the Apocalypse a four. Oh, not, nice. Not too shabby. You gave it higher than I did. Um, I gave it a three. Yeah. Only because it was so much Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost too much for me. I um, It's a film I really enjoy and love as well. I love the musical aspect of it. Um, I wasn't like a super fan of the, of the songs, but I was a fan of how they worked within the construct of the, of the film. Mm-hmm. I think they're really, really, really do help push the story. I love the villain song with Savage. That was freaking masterful. Um, I like the like cheesy, happy, happy mm-hmm. beginning because I was like, oh it's all gonna go really bad right because they're showing how like beautiful it is right now and i really enjoyed that um so i like all the characters as well yeah. and the actors i thought the performances were all good it's a, a fun romp yeah um so if you're looking for that horror 
comedy musical Christmas hit. This is it. You can jack this right in your veins. Yeah. Um, so next uh, round we're going to be doing. So uh, March is the birthday month of both Terry Gamble and myself. Same year, same so, month. Same same year, same month. So what better way to celebrate than doing uh, four movies uh, in the next four weeks for from 1979, the year of our birth. Yeah. So we'll be starting with uh, Phantasm. Yeah. Can't wait. Phantasm. 1979. It was a good year. Phantasm. What? You, me. Yeah. What more does the world need? Honestly, Alien. Mm-hmm. Mm. the Muppet movie, mm-hmm. a couple other things, some great but movies. Th- some great movies from our year. We're very excited. Um, so we can't wait to share all of those with you. In the meantime, check us out on the internets, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, our patreon.com slash horror movie survival guide. Um, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about our births. No. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the year of our birth, maybe. Yeah. How about that? That's yeah. probably more like it. No one wants to hear about the actual birth. It was pretty <laughs> bad from what my mom says. Anyway, hey. um, thanks guys so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with Phantasm. We'll see you then. See you for Phantasm.